0: Welcome into Smooth Operators with your hosts Noah, Griggs, and Ben going through the world of Formula One. If you want to interact with the show today, you can tweet
1: at us at Noah underscore Phillips at Junior underscore McClerkin and at DGriggs It's time for the green flag and it's lights out and away we go. And welcome into another episode of Smooth Operators. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I am your good friend Ben McClurkin sitting alongside Noah Phillips, Griggs Blankenberg, and Jack Laws. And we're going to get right into it with a Bahrain wrapping up on Sunday afternoon of two weeks ago, two weeks right ago. before spring break. Um, Griggs, give me a little recap. Who uh, finished r- where? All
0: right, so the Bahrain Grand Prix happened on March 5th, so a little almost two weeks ago now from Sunday. What the final standings was is what some people were predicting. Finishing in first place was Max Verstappen of Red Bull Racing by 11.987 seconds over second-place finisher Sergio Perez, followed in third place by the Aston Martin of Fernando Alonso behind Verstappen by uh, 38. 637 seconds. Other notable finishes, Carlos Sainz in fourth, Lewis Hamilton fifth, Lance Stroll of Aston Martin in sixth, ahead of George Russell of Mercedes in seventh. We had three drivers not finished. That was Esteban Alcon, Charles Leclerc, and Oscar Piastri. Everyone else who finished in the points was Valtteri Bottas in eighth, Pierre Gasly ninth, and Alexander Albon in tenth in the Williams.
1: Yeah, so it is St. Patrick's Day and in honor of that, the Entire Formula One world has been seeing green lately. Aston Martin has been on a tear lately. They've been looking good in FB2 for Jetta. And last race, Fernando Alonso was able to successfully catch and pass Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, and Carlos Sainz. And that Aston Martin looks hot. It looks really hot.
2: And not in the Ferrari way. I was about to say the total opposite of Ferrari, I needed this spring break because I pretty much cried the entire time about the fact that there are three things that are common in life, death, taxes, and a Ferrari engine fa- failure.
0: We're going to say, say that for the next segment, too.
2: Well, yeah, well,
1: but I just want to go ahead and say I, I mm-hmm. cried. But that said, mm-hmm. yes, Leclerc went out with an electronics failure. Piastri went out when a steering wheel change failed, and Esteban Ocon surrendered. I, there's no other way to put it. That you was, just yeah. pretty much waved the white flag.
3: Got so many penalties. Yeah. He's gonna beat Pierre in penalty points. I think I probably. saw
0: I if, think I saw. Oh. If there's
1: any other points that he beats him with, it will be those.
0: I think I saw that, that I think it tied for the most penalties one F one driver has received in a race. I think it ended up being four or five, I'm pretty sure. Probably one
1: it, Pablo Montoya. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember seeing somewhere where they said who it was, but yeah, that was definitely crazy. And it wasn't on me That that last week. It was it was not. I
1: didn't say anything. It might have been on me.
0: It was probably on Noah. We're going to test that out this week, though, later on.
1: The Esteban Ocon curse has switched to Noah Phillips.
2: I do not know who Abastion Ocon is. Mm -hmm. I do not know why y'all keep talking about him. I do not know
0: anything. You do not know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Other stuff, the news that, well, someone got a prediction, right? I'm just going to say it was me. I just predicted Good seven seven, points, seven different teams would finish in the points. We had Red Bull, Aston Martin, Ferrari, Mercedes, Alfa Romeo, Alpine, and Williams. So, yeah. three teams that did not finish were Haas, uh, Alfatari, and McLaren. McLaren, yes. Which, let's get to them real quick. Oh, my goodness. That's a whole
1: can of worms. How do you beat that bad?
0: Oscar Piastri out on lap 13, and then Lando Norris finishing bottom of the group. Who the, he was the last driver to finish who did not was not out of the race. He was two laps down, finishes two laps down of Max Verstappen and, and company due to a problem where he had to pit. I believe it was close to six or seven times because yeah. of a pressure issue. Yeah.
1: Basically what happened was the pneumatics in the car, um, which is the hydraulic system that accomplishes gear changes um, and some – Suspension adjustments as well, along with pressurizing the oil um, and some other things. But that's a whole technical thing to go into. That'd be a much longer story for another time. But basically, the pneumatics were uh, cutting in and out, and that was affecting his gearbox. So some points he lost fifth gear, some points he was unable to make changes, um, and some points it would just be super delayed um yeah so that was very tough for him it's it's really hard to drive a first gear corner in third and it's very hard to drive a fourth gear corner in second gear so just just some technical technical issues there for lando and oscar Mm -hmm. don't you boys always say less stickers equal faster car no
0: i mean i always said that i mean that's that's that's, that's that's possible because stickers weigh, have to weigh something. Exactly. And these new computerized
2: oh yeah uh, Young Kids of Tomorrow ads are ruining this sport, as we see when the McLe- – no, I'm kidding about all that. But, um, <laughs> you know, kind of funny that they did all that just to – barely getting any race coverage in
1: a positive
0: light. I mean, they got – well, Max barely got any race coverage. Yeah, but at least that
1: was positive. <laughs> well, Max was off running his own race. I don't think he was even on the same track at the same time as everybody else. He was so far ahead.
0: I mean, yeah, finishing 38 seconds above the third-place finishers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, That's... the only the only racing he was doing was passing back markers. It was yeah. a very
0: lonely, lonely yeah. time for him. Well,
3: they were 38 seconds ahead and also probably sandbagging at the same time. Yeah, I think so. so yeah, they weren't... Who knows how fast they are?
0: They weren't really having to push no. too, too much. But, yes, the fastest lap on this one actually went to uh, Zhou Guan Yu, who on lap 56 scored a time of 133.996, almost a second, more than a second faster than the next person, which was Pierre Gasly. So hmm. Zhou Guan Yu gets the fastest lap of the race. However, he does not score any points because he finished outside the top 10.
1: <laughs> Literally a pointless fastest lap.
0: <laughs> yeah. Who did he take away a point from? He took away a point He took from. a point away from Pierre. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's all it was for, was just taking a point off of Alpha Tauri. Which is quite funny. They'll probably end
2: up competing for with points in the end of the season. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or at least hopefully.
1: That's yeah. a good prediction.
0: Yeah. Oh, Landon, Nor- Landon Norris had six stops officially. So <laughs> it added to a time of um, three minutes and 15 seconds in the pits. Wow, averaging I believe th- what was it, 19 seconds a stop, or Ooh. no, it averaged. Um, it was probably about 30. Th- er, it was probably know.
1: about 30 second stops yeah. because they were trying to oh, do some. Yeah, that's what stuff.
0: it was. I misread yeah. it. And he
3: but. was also the only driver to use mediums.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a fun fact. Stopping six times is. That's tough. That is tough to do.
2: That's a lot of chances for the DHL fastest pit stop of the race right there. <laughs> and they missed all of them. They missed so every they
0: were single not one. Close. They're not showing who had the fastest pit stop on this, but going off of this first race, we already talked about a little bit about McLaren, Red Bull looks unstoppable, Aston Martin. What are some other things that we can kind of take away from this one?
1: Um, I'll say that Alpine is just really, you know, in a, in a tough spot as well along with uh, McLaren. I think those two, they used to be the ones fighting for, fourth and fifth in the championship, and now both teams really do appear to be having some issues of their own. Obviously, Alpine has a bit of an excuse because their equipment that they're uh, well, – actually, no, no, no. McLaren has an excuse because their wind tunnel is across the English Channel, but Alpine has no reason to be performing this way, um, and they really should hold themselves to a higher standard than a DNF and last place. I just I, – I don't know, man. There's got to be some changes be- made. They promised a big upgrade package in Australia. We'll see how much that does. Same with McLaren. They're, they're planning something that will be visibly different, but we'll see.
2: More sponsors? More screens. Yeah. Exactly. That's what
1: we
0: need. We, we've not gotten into the topic yet of how does uh, digital stickers affect the weight of the car. Because they have to have a projector on their And how does this them. affect LeBron's legacy? That, too. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Can't believe I didn't say that. But...
1: Had to pick that one off you.
0: I know. That's what I usually say. But if you're the team, non, let's say, non-Red Bull or Aston Martin, which team do you think is the most excited after the results that happened in Bahrain? Not Mercedes. Not Mercedes at all. Not Mercedes. Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: Do you think it was a bit dramatic for Toto Wolff to say that he had the worst racing weekend of his entire
0: career? I mean, did he forget Abu Dhabi 2021?
1: Yeah, or all of twenty twelve when Mercedes entered and he was in charge.
3: <laughs> well, I have a statement printed out, uh, so. Give a state. That was a 30ts reference. Oh yeah, uh, no, that, he uh, that didn't land. It didn't it. Oh, well. then, did not
1: land. No, nope. but that's okay. It's okay, you got it's the okay. whole the whole squad's laughing the, on the radio.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they know. We're not the people. know. They get it. The I
3: people know. are laughing. I know you guys love me out there. We do. Oh yeah. Yes,
0: that's why you're back. on yeah. the Yeah. We, had, we did have a rating spike. We did. Good to know. Um, yeah, that was weird. That was crazy how that happened, but we appreciate the <laughs> listeners out there as Noah, as Noah hits his knee on the on the Weagle desk. I'm actually
3: replacing here. Noah. This is part of my plan. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Sabotage his chair. Mm. Speaking of which, I've heard some rumors about Lewis Hamilton potentially leaving
0: Mercedes. I heard about that. I didn't know much what it was because I saw today, I saw the news when I woke up that his longtime trainer, Angela, was – stepping away. She's no longer going to be working with him.
1: Oh, well, there goes the girl that I always thought was his girlfriend.
0: Um, yeah, well, so dude, his contract
1: expires at the
0: end of the season. Which is kind of yep. which is kind of odd that she's like leaving cuz she's been with him for 7 years yeah. at Mercedes. Pretty bizarre. And I didn't see she didn't say anything on her post or Lewis's posts about what the future plans were for her. And I know Toto said something today about Lewis, but I don't really know what it was. I haven't looked at that be honest.
2: I, I don't think he's gonna. Where Where do you go if you're Lewis Hamilton? Ferrari. Maybe you take science a spot at Ferrari, but
3: Carlos. I mean, he's been pretty solid. Exactly. That's yeah. probably the only better seat that might be available.
2: Yeah. Honestly. Or yeah. Perez. And even then, it's Perez probably. still has a. Perez,
3: Perez has, a multi, has three he's, more years. he right? got a multi-year. Ha- Hamilton does not want to be second fiddle to, to Verstappen.
1: I don't think no. He you, would. you
0: think Hamilton's going to Red Bull? That's absolutely not. But. I'm just saying that's it isn't great, that's impossible. That's the craziest thing I've heard about since new code. Or he
1: could pull an Alan Prost and go to like Alpine,
0: Repl- mm-hmm. replace Lance. Yeah, I mean, why, why would you keep? You no, know, well, Lance is the best. Well, Lance is the number one driver, Aston Martin. I think people are forgetting about that. Yeah. <laughs> are, well.
1: they're gonna make strategy calls this season that are gonna be very questionable if the alpha, awesome if then, the Aston yeah. Martin's quick, which is gonna be. He's just driving hurt right now. Mm. Yeah, once he gets ready, he'll be back in that number one
2: spot. Yeah, we'll see about that.
3: Which, to be fair, great drive by him. Yeah, Yeah, he did a good job. He
1: did solid. I mean, you can't top what Fernando pulled off. That was just unbelievable. But an excellent drive for Lance. I mean, he's not a bad driver. People forget that.
0: Credit where credit is due. All right, we're about to go to break. Any last comments on this race before we head to break?
1: Tire degradation. Shout out to Vatry (laughs) Balthas.
0: Yes, mullet man. Mullet man. All right. That is going to do it for our talk on the Bahrain Grand Prix. When we come back, what in the world is going on with Ferrari right now? We'll get to the bottom of it here on Smooth Operators on Wiggle 91.1 FM. And.
2: Welcome back into the Bradley Basin studio for WEGL's exclusive Formula One podcast known as Smooth Operators. My name's Noah Phillips. I'm, of course, joined by Grease Blankenberg, Ben McClarkin, and what's your name again? Jack. Jack, I knew that. I did not know that, but we're going to be jumping into <laughs> my favorite team, Ferrari's... Um...
0: He's, re- he's a recurring guest and you don't remember? Yeah.
2: Dude, I don't but remember anybody's name. I'm going to be on here until you learn my name. It's okay. What's your name again? Joseph. Joseph.
0: Joseph. Okay. Yes. All right, yes, Noah is right. We are talking about Ferrari, but not in the way that Noah and a lot of the Tafosi would want us to be talking about. We are talking about the, the, the craziness that is still Ferrari, with Charles Leclerc having to DNF at the Bahrain Grand Prix, as well as now Ferrari have to make further power unit changes ahead of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So earlier this week, it was announced that Leclerc would have a 10-place grid penalty for round two being, having been forced onto his third control electronics component component after retirement in bahrain if you do not recall they switched out his electronics component i believe in fp2 or before the qualifying yeah it was before qualifying Before qualifying and you're only allowed two electronics components per year per season without taking a penalty so
1: yeah so he'll be taking the penalty for that along with any further penalties for that being replaced in the
0: future which is crazy it's only the second race of the year and ferrari is already having to take a 10 place grip penalty because of that and also this week um Leclerc and teammate Carlos Sainz have taken on new internal combustion engines for the weekend. Oh my! With Lec- LeClaire also getting a fresh MGU-H as part of what the team has described as a further precaution. <laughs> I don't believe they have announced any other uh, penalties or anything because it's still early. Um, so early in that's the season. Their, that's their first allotted engine. Yeah. First allotted engine, that. but if what you look is at
1: it? if you look at the rules for allotments, basically you have you have three um, electronics allotments. You have 2 MGUHs, and I think you have four to five power units. Mm. I'm not exactly sure on the figure, but basically, you know, you, you get to have a certain number of engines in case you crash and so on. But that said, inc- notwithstanding the internal turnover with Leclerc's car, there's also been external turnover in Ferrari. Fred Vasseur has fired several members of the team along with several people leaving. Um, and the clear had to take it upon himself to hold an emergency meeting within Ferrari to just, just be like, what's going on, guys? I think it's a little bit early for the freak out and definitely the Italian media is blowing this out of proportion. I've read some Italian sources. Oh, my goodness. In other news, grass is green. Yeah. <laughs> because Ferrari didn't finish two minutes ahead of everyone else, um, obviously there's been a mass hysteria in Italy, but... <laughs> That aside,
0: um I think we should kick it to our resident Ferrari correspondent, Noah. Noah, yeah, what, what is what does Noah have to say? What are you thinking about this, about
2: this one? I'm sad. Mm. sad. I had such high hopes.
3: It's already next year. It, it's
2: we, we're moving on. All right. <laughs> next man up, next game up, we're gonna be okay. Um, you know, we, we just didn't understand what was gonna happen. Um You sound like a Chelsea fan. <laughs> Goodwood. I, I I don't even know anymore.
0: <laughs> I love how you're this dejected, and it's already just the <laughs> second race. <laughs> not we even had one race. race. Red Bull had two DNFs at the first race last year.
1: And no one freaked out.
0: Yeah. Well, I was concerned, but, but you know. But I
1: didn't. Here was the
2: thing. Last season, time. Red Bull ended up winning, and we had our chance and didn't take it. And yeah. right now, we we have our chance, it feels like, and we're not even going to try to take it at
1: mm-hmm. all. And they definitely were trying. I think they were just trying a little bit too hard because they made the engine want to give up. Mm. Why don't we just like,
2: I don't know, just start running, just start running, running go, on ahead, foot. go ahead and get on like a solar powered engine or something.
1: It'll be safer running on foot yeah. or yeah. pedaling around. You
2: like. know, you know, you can't, uh, according to um, something I looked at, <laughs> you can't. According uh, to me.
0: So, something I looked at, which is called a source. <laughs> yeah.
2: According to a source that I saw on Twitter, uh, they, can't, <laughs> oh boy. they can't reliable. They can uh bike the track walks now.
0: So I also that, saw that source. So is that affecting Carlos Science's engine performance? That or, is no oh, sorry Charles. That Leclerc's. is
2: affecting Leclerc's happiness, which affects the car. Hmm. Somehow. I don't think he rode his bike anyways.
1: I'm pretty sure that was just Gasly. No, I think everybody does
2: yeah. basically now. Leclerc said uh, he wasn't going to be around the track as much because they <laughs> he, weren't doesn't a a his- <laughs> he doesn't want to ride his bike. He doesn't want to walk. As a man that doesn't even know how to ride a bike in the first place, <laughs> I can kind of see where he's coming from.
0: But yeah, this has to be a concern for Ferrari. I mean, already your number one. They say they don't have a number one driver, but anyone with eyes knows it's sh- Charles. I mean, let's yeah. just get that out of the way. But I mean, yeah. If, with Ferrari, I mean, he he said in Driver Survive, he has the longest ever contract in the history of Scuderia Ferrari. It's longer than Michael Schumacher. And he looked. And I think he'd only won at that time, I think, two races for Ferrari when he signed that contract? Yeah. Maybe one? Maybe,
3: maybe one. I don't know.
0: Which is still crazy to think about. But, I mean, if you're a rebel right now, this has to be awesome. Mercedes is coming out saying you're going to win every race. Ferrari's already ha- taken engine penalties in week two.
2: And you're still sandbagging.
0: Honestly, yeah. If... There's no – you think Joe Guan Yu just got the fastest lap? and <laughs> Yeah, come on. Yeah. But, yeah, with Max that far ahead, I mean, they're like, just don't risk anything. But with Ferrari, I mean, just how do you even go at, forward with this now? Because every little mistake now, especially with Charles Carr, you're going to take a penalty, which in this case, it didn't really affect them until – I don't think it hit them until Canada last season.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, one thing that – was highlighted by Ferrari struggling last year was their inability to respond to struggles that they had. Um, what would happen is something would go wrong, and then it would just be either covered up by you know putting in new components like they're doing now, or you know you'd have you'd have people say you know we're solving it, we're solving it, we're working on it, but really what was actually going down was they were just put a new thing in there and say, well, hope this one doesn't break. Um and I mean, they're doing that now. They said that they made serious reliability upgrades over the winter, but to have instant reliability troubles now shows that they may have even gone backwards in their development. So, I'm not really sure what's going to happen.
3: Yeah, I think if Fred wants to clean house, you want to do it earlier rather than later. You got to do ha- it. You want to have a full season. You got to everyone in place.
1: Yeah, you got to clean house now. You gotta wipe it. It's kind of what we were
0: talking pain. about. Fire all the Italians. Yeah, yeah.
3: Especially with, we have the four week break after uh, whatever's next. I can't remember Australia after between Australia and where China was. Yeah, like you'll have too, almost too much time on your hands to do. A whole lot of stuff. So if
1: you want a clean house, do it soon. You can do restructuring, but I mean, having engineers come in and pick up where the other engineers left off is going to be quite difficult. You know, you're going to have to have some, some interaction between the ingoing and outgoing oh, engineers, yeah. which would be quite awkward. I can't imagine that being fun. I
2: yeah. mean, do you just do what Aston Martin did and
1: just offer more money? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Do we do we have that much money that we Ferrari has? We Ferrari we. has the money in them to. Yeah. I will pick gla- off all of the best engineers. I will gladly donate $20 to the cause. What's that like?
2: 19 euro.
1: I will gladly donate no 19
2: idea. euro to the cause if they need me to help the prancing horses. But then they're going to be get th- on the they're going
0: to break the cost cap. Yeah. They are mm. really
2: buying refreshments for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People need to be people need to be fed. Yeah. But yeah, moving along with that, but like especially with like I think Carlos's contract's coming up. I know he'd signed one last year, but I think it was, like, F1 contracts are weird world. They'll be, like, a two-year extension. They'll call it a multi-year deal. Yeah. And yeah. like, that, which is, like, which is kind of frustrating because then they're, like, yeah, they're on the, like, they're on the question block or whatever. But True. With your Charles, I mean, his contract's what, up after 25, 26? Uh, that yes. sounds right.
2: One of those two, yeah.
0: I mean, this is definitely not helping. Definitely not. When – where else would someone like him go? I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. He does. It's just a matter of, like, what team would fit him? He's not. He's not going to be a number two. Oh, no, no, no. He's not.
1: He's not looking elsewhere. This is as good as it
2: gets. I mean, if he went to Mercedes when Lewis left and it was him and Russell, I think they'd go split it down the middle. Mm-hmm. I don't think there'd be a number two driver there. I don't.
0: With Toto, I Wolf. think we still need to see more from George. Still, yeah, yeah. even though he was consistent last year, but then winning one race still was like yeah. to be fair, he did beat Hamilton, though. That is true, Correct. he did, but oh, like six other drivers did, or five yeah. other drivers did too. I it think some of that is the exactly. cars he's been
1: in as well. Yeah, it wasn't exactly equal, I would say, between George and Lewis. George is going to have to deal with a much more dangerous Lewis Hamilton this season. Um, that said, he hasn't been without his struggles or his mistakes so far that's going to be a tough one to call in the future um, for this race upcoming. I think George still has a bit of the edge, but we'll see what happens.
0: And yeah. So I kind of like, if you're a Ferrari fan with this one, like what is your mindset going into this weekend? Red Bulls, obviously it's y- the same thing.
2: It always is. All right. <laughs> win. I should just first it and know. foremost, you got to win have a number. Have your number two driver in the second place spot. Is that going to happen? Lord, I hope so, but probably not. If you're a rational
1: Ferrari fan, the mindset. There are into no this. rational Ferrari. <laughs> fans. If you're a rational quote, <laughs>
0: quote it, quote it. There are it none. The That's, That's quote of like, the week. Le- we're tweeting that one later. Quote of the there, year. There are no rational Ferrari fans. We're tweeting that later. Spoken
1: like a true Ferrari fan. That's a but graphic. If you, if you are a rational Ferrari enjoyer, I'll say that. <laughs> then. You come into this week with no expectations whatsoever. It's pretty much a throwaway. If you can do any better than, I mean, P five and P eight, I'd I'd be happy with that.
0: I think also you got think also the mindset just just cross the finish line. Yeah, just I think finish. that's that's a big one too because then finish in one piece. Yeah. Yeah, finish with a singular engine still being used. Yeah, and I don't think.
3: replace anything. Don't break anything either. No.
0: Yeah. No Prediction,
1: Leclerc crashes in qualifying, right. takes another engine penalty.
0: All right. Tinfoil hot time. What if Ferrari's just getting the bad juju out of the way right now? And so they can I'll drink that juju. In? I'll drink
1: that Kool a I'm on so they, board with so they, that.
0: that so they they know it. Was that is that of a something? they Getting just getting the the bad stuff out now. Getting out I mean, all I mean, the Red bad little Red Bull did do that last year. That is true, and it. was bit of wor- and it was worse. And it little bit of a They didn't score any points in the first race or the third race. Exactly. Or, no, Max didn't score any third points in the third race. But then again, I think what you're kind of hoping for is I think you just got to be beating Mercedes, really. I think that's fair. And at least beat one of the Aston Martins. (laughs) So beat Lance Stroll. I was about to say, beat Lance Stroll and compete
2: with uh, the other one, Fernando. I
1: really am looking forward to seeing that second, third, fourth, and fifth place fight. Maybe even all the way down the six. Being, I
0: mean, Williams scored points in their first race. They didn't yeah. score until like yeah. five or six races last year. It, yeah,
1: it wasn't until Canada. I'm pretty sure. We when mentioned the Albon Canadian,
0: We already mentioned the Canadian Grand Prix twice today. It's gotta be right yeah. yeah, dude, I love the Canadian Grand Prix. Oh, Speaking
1: Canada. of street circuits, back to Jeddah,
0: which is next segment,
1: which is <laughs> what we will
0: talk to yeah. next segment. When we come back after this break, we get into the preview of this weekend race in jetta we're going to talk about the track and then our predictions in the next segment the last segment but when we come back it's all jetta for the next 30 minutes so do not go anywhere second second half of the show is coming up next you're listening to smooth operators on a 91.1 fm
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Smooth Operators Podcast. I'm your good friend, Ben McClurkin, kicking right back into it with the second half of our show, sitting alongside Griggs, Noah, and Jack. And today is practice two at Jetta streaming, or it was streaming, and tomorrow will be practice three at 8.55 a.m., and then qualifying will be at 11.55 a.m. Uh, let's get right into it. Jetta's a tight track, a lot of turns, and a lot of speed.
0: Yes, the Saudi Arabian, Formula 1 STC Saudi Arabian Grand Prix 2023 the, at the Jeddah Corniche circuit, I think it's how it's pronounced. The first Grand Prix. Corniche, yeah. Corniche, yeah. For the first Grand Prix was held there in 2021. There are 50 laps with a circuit, circuit length of 6.174 kilometers a lap, totaling for 308.45 kilometers for the entire race. Lap record is held by Sir Lewis Hamilton in 2021 with a 1-minute 30-second 0.734 lap time. There are, I'm trying to count the turns on the screens, there's a lot of them. There's 27 turns. There are three DRS zones one on the, uh, in the sector two, into sector three, one near the end of sector um, three, and then one along the straight from three to going into sector one. That
1: is correct. And 27 turns on this track. Um, not, not a ton of leeway throughout the lap, Uh, that tight, there's a lot of tight, twisty turns as it winds around the harbor. 26 to
0: 27 is scary every time. 26
1: to 27 is sketchy. You come in uh, 25 to 26, which really should be, it's one bend, it's one smooth, smooth turn, but you come in pushing flat out through the turn into 27, which is an uphill hairpin. The road kind of falls away from you on exit, which is really sketchy and then right into a DRS zone. So it's really important to maximize your speed in 26 and get the braking timing, and also your throttle input right on point as you go towards the start and finish line. Probably won't be seeing rain, so expect a two-stop for the brave ones and a one-stop for the really brave ones. Um, Degradation should be high given that it's in Jetta, which means lots of sand, and also humidity's high. so. Expect the track to be a little bit slippery, especially since it was only built in 2021. It'll be a little bit green still, so grip will be low. But a lot of very interesting turns on this track. Uh, turn five comes to mind. Not an easy spot to pass between five and six, but four is the spot where you go for it. Um, And I guess 13, you can make a move on the outside. It's a really tough track, really challenging. The drivers seem to like it, though. Except, I like it. Except for, you know, the the missiles that are nearby they don't really hey we not seeing one of those that. yet hey. hey haven't seen one yet but who knows
3: like the track hate the location love
1: yeah <laughs> love the track hate the location best best track in the worst spot easily it's the best track in the worst area okay okay okay. let's calm it down it's
2: fast but it's not the temple of speed monza no mm. it's it's not monza it's, it's not, not monza
1: it's no monza it's no Imola, but it's definitely the fastest street circuit besides baku um I'm gonna go
0: through.
2: It is indeed one of the tracks of all time. It is one of the tracks it of all time. It is one of
0: the tracks ever. Yes, with that, and then with um, kind of like the circuit, kind of like it's a night. It's our first night race of the year, so that's exciting. Is it? Or full night race, yeah. First, it's, oh yeah, because exclusively. It's noon night race, central. Yeah. It's noon central, so that means it's what in Saudi Arabia. Uh, it was
1: on. Yeah, it's at 11:55 a.m.
0: In here, Central. no, I'm yeah. saying in Saudi Arabia. So that means it's oh. gotta be it's gotta be night. So
1: yeah, it's it's held at like seven thirty.
0: Yeah, so that's a big one. So it's our first street circuit really of the year. Yeah, kind of yeah. like what we're saying. A lot of, lot of potential here for Rex. A lot of potential. For no safe, room for error. Sa- yes, a lot of safety car. I mean, the big one we saw last year was in qualifying with Mick Schumacher. He slammed that car. It F- broke in and, half. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, qual- um, qualifying in Q two. Q two. So. Yeah, not very tight room of margin for era, uh, era, error. error, um, error. Oh, my goodness, I've missed it up twice. That North Carolina, that. Carolina yeah, that North Carolina just came out. North Carolina came out. Very
1: small margin of error. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, especially, like,
0: it could be anyone's race, what we're talking about. It could be someone's and then snatch it in an instant with that 26 to 27 turn. Yeah, yeah,
1: 26 to is a really good spot. Um, Also, DRS Zone 2 um, is a good place to make a pass. The detection area as well, like right into there. If you get a good exit, you can pretty much pass anywhere on this track, but it'll be hard to make it stick. That's a problem. Somebody can run you into the wall very easily. I, I'm very excited for the midfield battle. It's going to be intense, and there's not going to be a DRS train at this circuit. There just simply can't be. Actually, I say that. Yes, there will
3: well, be. Well, I know last year they were kind of playing chicken because of where one of the DRS zones. Yeah, they were well, They've moved it now. And
0: the Alonzo train's so far ahead this year that it's hard for people to get on for the ride, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fall- <laughs> that was a bad joke, but I liked it.
0: I laughed at it. The
1: it Alonzo hype train though. is making everybody follow. Um, yeah, that said, it's, it's very tricky, very twisty. Um the Lewis Hamilton-Max Verstappen battle that was there last year. Sergio Perez's pole lap – or two years ago. Sergio Perez's pole lap last year comes to mind. Max Verstappen's almost pole lap in 2021 also comes to mind. Been been home to some good moments so far.
0: It's a, only its third race ever now. Yeah. It's it's a baby track compared to the rest of the calendar. But Well, this, the rest of the calendar is like four new ones now. Or three now. <coughs>
1: yeah, except for Las Vegas, it's – in Miami. Hey Miami, it's the newest track on the calendar, I believe.
0: I think yeah. that's correct. Yes, unless there was another one, 2021. Well, I mean, no,
1: they yeah, they changed the Barcelona, but that doesn't count. Dude, yeah, Barcelona is yeah. gonna be so good. We ah, talked. I can't wait. We
0: talked about that last or two weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. yeah. they got rid of the chicane. Yeah. 2013 thirteen, fourteen. I was about yeah. to say we had to make sure we mentioned that. Gonna Work. be very pumped.
1: Um, I want to
2: ask you though, this: um, Does this track not feel tighter than Monaco? No,
0: no. Okay. not quite I just I want mean, to make sure it, I get the uniform walls kind of around the whole thing yeah. with the uh cement and the and plus the chain link fence but yeah
2: with the fact that it's a faster track against the kind of 90 degree turn of Mono- monaco oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean it's not as tight but there's less room for
1: error there's yeah. much less room for error because anytime you get get on the throttle too early here you
0: you're going flat out. And You'll have grip. Going, That's the thing. You're not going flat out full in Monaco.
1: At Monaco, most of the turns are lower than the grip kicks in, and so you don't have a ton of grip, at least on the tires, um, or at least besides the tires. So tire management is going to be more important here than it is at Monaco because grip is relatively the same at no matter what degradation you have mm-hmm. until the later stages. Um, the car changes a lot around the circuit because you will have you'll have increasing uh tire wear and you'll also have decreasing weight which is, you know, every race but because of the way that these turns work, the car will feel lighter and lighter in the rear and it's going to be rear wear heavy as well instead of front wear heavy like Monaco where you're scrubbing basically the front tires across the surface because you have no aerodynamic
0: load on the tires. I think people forget last year this is one of the the more close battles we had for the lead with Max yeah. and uh, Charles. They Afton. were going
1: back and forth yeah. for like three laps. It was awesome. Um, hopefully we see some of that going on with people throughout the field. I'd like to see a battle for the lead. I don't know if we will or not. If Max Verstappen makes a mistake, I guess there's a good chance he's probably best suited th- to this track out of anybody. But We'll I mean,
0: see. He is that risky driver though. Yeah, he is. Yes, but so is Fernando.
1: So is Fernando. That Fernando is absolutely hacks at the steering wheel. Um I'm, I'm very excited, very anticipatory.
0: Also, also, another fact about this track last year, this is the track where Lewis Hamilton got out in Q1. Yes. For the first time, I think, since it was 2017 in Brazil. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to happen again this weekend. No. But switch uh, Lewis Hamilton for Landon and that probably could happen. Yeah. I think that will happen.
1: That <laughs> uh, wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't
0: surprise no, you at all. Other stuff on this track, it's kind of like the the two DRS zones kind of back-to-back. Is really interesting for me with that. Just because out of that turn, that really tight turn, you just kick it back into DRS. What are you all thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. Um, it'll be very important to,
0: let's see, let's zoom
1: it out. Yeah. It'll be very important to maximize your speed through 22 to 24. 22, 23, and 24 are relatively quick turns still. You're probably doing about 115 to 120 on the exit of 24. And then, as you get into turn twenty-five, that second DRS zone is there. The first half, the first half of the lap, though, is completely free of DRS. And
0: yeah, and the, the DRS, the three DRS zones all touch sector three. Yeah, they do. Yes.
1: which is very interesting. It's very rear heavy, and they want passing to be done at the end of the lap, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's not any straights really that you can take advantage of on the first half of the lap, but. Still, seeing seeing all the passing done later in the lap means that drivers get more into the groove of the first section, followed with the rhythm. It's a rhythm section. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what it is. The left, right switch, and then that long, sweeping turn five through six should be done at about 110. Um, yeah, it's weird seeing it all touch. I didn't even notice that.
0: It's kind of a little fact that kind of just sneaks up on you, really.
1: Yeah, it does. I- I think another uh, part of this is the
2: DRS detection zone for three is on the exit of turn 27, not at the entrance of it. Yeah. Why you, you can't really full send it into that corner. You have to you, have a good exit. If you want to get uh, the benefits of DRS yeah. zone
1: three, which is interesting.
2: You're almost, uh, you're
0: almost doing basically a 180. Yeah, and
1: yeah. then zone two is also weird because at the end of the straight, which is where you'd catch up and where you'd close up at the braking zone, that's for zone for zone 2. DRS detection zone 2 is at
3: the end of DRS 1.
1: Yeah, right at the end. So basically you can send it um, into 22 and still get that. Benefit. Into 22 and still get the advantage of DRS. The only problem is you have to make sure that you stay within a reasonable gap to catch and pass on DRS zone 2, which is not straight. So you can be forced in or out of that straight. And I remember when Max Verstappen passed Lewis outside of the track limits and the whole brake test thing went down back in 2021, it was right there on 25 and 26, because if you mess up there, um, you pretty much can't see what's coming. And obviously it was really neither driver's fault. Neither one could really see what was going on behind them or in front of them. So just being careful through 24 And sending it into 22 is going to be the best way that you can maximize passing here. I think Fernando Alonso is going to get a lot of it done. A lot of passing done.
0: But will he
2: be able to finish inside the top three?
1: I don't know.
0: Yes. I guess we're going to have to find out. In our last segment of the show, we have our uh, Jetta predictions coming up in last section of the show. We're going to give our predictions for the poll. We're going to give our predictions for the race. And we're going to throw in some random predictions throughout the segment. So do not go anywhere. Last segment of the show is coming up. You're listening to Smooth Operators on Wiggle 91.1 FM.
2: And we are back for the last 15 minutes of smooth operators. We're going to be getting into our predictions for this upcoming Grand Prix weekend in Saudi Arabia for the Jeddah Grand Prix. We might predict whoever for the top three. Anything. Maybe even Roscoe will finish in top three. I don't know.
0: That'd be crazy. I'd vote for that. Even as a Red Bull fan, I'd let Roscoe win one for Mercedes. I would too. Be crazy. All right, but as we have talked about, we are doing F1 Fancy on the show this year. All of us on the main cast have not changed our lineups for this week, but Jack is also in that fancy league with us. So, Jack, you're new on the show with your fancy lineup. Let's hear what you got. Who's your team?
3: So, for this week, my liner drive-up is Fernando Alonso. Your liner drive-up?
0: Yeah, that one.
3: Yeah, driver lineup. <laughs> not your driver lineup, your liner drive-up. It it's Fernando Alonso, who I have double points. Ooh. Valtteri Bottas. Okay. Carlos Sainz. Sergio Perez, and Pierre Gasly. And the two teams? And my two teams are Aston and Red Bull.
0: Okay. Mm. How much cap do you have left? Six and a half. Six and a half million? Dang. Still a decent amount. All right. But that is Jack's team. If you guys want to get in on the action with that, you can ask us on the Twitter if you feel so inclined. We'll get you set up with our F1 Fantasy League if you feel so inclined. But now it's time to talk about the race this weekend. As we were talking about, it is a very fast track, which tends to favor the very fast car which of course is Rebel with Max Verstappen at the top of both FP1 and FP2 today.
1: He's looking good.
0: They uh, are indeed
2: looking good. They are in like our, they
1: do every weekend, they look good. I'm not going to not going to talk more about that than I already have. Um one thing I will say though uh Mercedes was kind of struggling. They were a bit down on the times. Practice 2 is really the one that counts. It's run closer to race time and qualifying time and teams try to get their race runs in. Red Bull obviously is so far ahead that they probably didn't try that hard but they tried hard enough to get first and third in FP2. Fernando Alonso splits them with the time that is two, seconds, or two tenths of a second off of Max Verstappen's time and running three less laps than Verstappen. But Once again, Red Bull looks good. Alpine comes in fourth with a time that is four-tenths off. Obviously, in qualifying, that's going to close up. I imagine that there will be about five-tenths separating the entire field in qualifying. Um, Ferrari is down in ninth and tenth. Lance Stroll, seventh. Nico Hulkenberg, eighth. Gasly, sixth. Russell splitting the Alpines alongside... Carlos Sainz, down in 10th, is Lewis Hamilton, in 11th. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda and Lando Norris, 13th and 12th, respectively. Alex Albon, 14th. Kevin Magnuson, 15th. Zhou Guan Yu, 16th. Nick DeVries, 17th. Sargent, Piastri, and Bottas round up the lineups with times that are roughly a second off from 13th to 20th. So,
0: so, but kind Kyle, of what you're talking about, competitive midfield this
1: weekend. Competitive midfield. Um, they're running a second off, and McLaren is, thank goodness, not two seconds off of the pace like they were last time in free practice too, which is very discouraging for them. Um, they've closed up quite a bit, but still not a ton. Piastri is 1.3 seconds off of that time, and I don't think Bottas really had a good lap, so – We'll see what happens there. We'll see. Qualifying will be very entertaining and very exciting because, obviously, tight circuit, multiple cars going out at the same time, doing different things at the same time. So be sure to tune in for to that if you do feel like it. Um, yes, so that rounds up practice two. Now into predictions. Griggs, who do you think will get pole?
0: I mean, on the basis of sounding redundant, I mean – I just, its kind of like I need to see something else before I can pick something else. So yeah. I, it's got to be Max. It's got to be Max. Barring a crap barring something similar to 2021, yeah, he crashed on that last little stretch on his flying, flying lap. Yeah, I mean, which was no- a perfect lap. I by mean, the there's way. there's nothing there's nothing he can do. And then no one is coming close right now to him. Yeah, the fact that his teammate was even 11 seconds off him on last Sunday is incredible. It's crazy. 35. And he wasn't even here this past weekend, or he wasn't even here on Thursday. Yeah, but yeah. Thursday Thursday's not really. He yet. had a tummy ache. I saw one in our F1 <laughs> you group. You got boo belly? one in our yes. F1 group here at Auburn said said, nice to see a two-time champion like yeah. me, go, uh, me and him go through the same problem." So I think that was my page. Yeah. So shout-out page with that one. That was funny. That made that was me laugh. very funny. I face.
3: did see an interview, page. He said the only thing that would stop him is four broken
2: limbs. But not a tummy ache. Yes. Not a
3: tummy but ache. not
1: boo-boo belly.
2: Just to let the people know out there, I also have a tummy ache. But I'm still here. I'm yes. kidding. I don't actually have a tummy ache. Um, I think this could <laughs> – end up being one of those interesting qualifyings where somebody crashes near the end of Q3 and Ooh. somebody isn't able to get that last lap in. Ooh. Mm. Mm. So That could be spicy. I'm thinking Russell may get it if that happens, but hot if everything hot. goes according to the plan, we're going to see Max Verstappen get a pole.
1: L plan. will not take L pole. Interesting. All right,
0: no. Jack.
3: Uh, Same as y'all said, Max is just too dominant. He's going to take pole easily.
0: All right, Ben, are you going for the sweep or are you being being a creative thinker?
1: Well, I hate to sound uninformed, but Max Verstappen definitely has been the fastest guy so far. Um, And an informed decision maker like myself would want Max Verstappen taking pole. But, there's Mm. a but, I think Sergio Perez could get it.
3: He, he did get it last year. He, he did get
1: it last year, and he also got pole in Monaco. He is very good at street circuits, and I'm so you're honestly, locking in Sergio. I'm locking in at Sergio. I think he'll get it.
0: Locking in at Sergio Perez. All, All right, Checo. Time for our random prediction of the weekend. So non finishing order or non pole, non podium finishing order can be anything you want besides the podium. All right, Noah. What is your random prediction for I this race? I think we get
2: a Roscoe siding at some point, I really hope we do. Anything I need Roscoe <laughs> on my television screen. Anything about the race? No, I don't care about that. I just want to see Roscoe. <laughs> All right, another quote. All right, Jack. Uh,
1: uh,
2: Sergeant in Q2.
1: Ooh, Sergeant mm. into Q2. Wow.
3: It was close last week. It was. It was the exact same time last he,
1: week. He he's currently in 18th. So we will see. My random prediction is Valtteri Bottas qualifying in the top six. Hmm. He is currently last in FP three. F P two. F P two. He he's currently last in FP two. Let's see if he can qualify in sixth or better. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> that anyway. is that is funny. Podium predictions. Oh I've <laughs> not even said my random one yet. Oh, You haven't said your so random I'm one? One, one? Oh my in, goodness. I'm
0: one in one of my randoms this year. You gotta what go you back
1: thinking? go back to back with your podium in random.
0: Huh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I think one of the bigs, the one of the big three, is going to have two drivers out of the points.
1: Whoa!
0: I think one of the big three. I don't know which one <laughs> it is, but I think one of either Red Bull, Mercedes, <coughs> Ferrari, or Ferrari, Ferrari. Just more like leaning Ferrari. towards more Ferrari. I can. I'm not easily saying, see that, but also but anyone can crash here the circuit. Anyone so can know. go out. All right, and podium. Uh, Alonso, Perez, Verstappen. I think that's just easy.
1: Yep.
2: Y'all have no originality. Give me uh, Russell Perez Verstappen. Okay,
3: Alonso Perez Verstappen. It's simple.
1: Give me Leclerc. Yay! Get give in third. Give me Give me Senor F- Fernando Alonso, and give me Max Verstappen.
0: If you match Let's see it. Verstappen. Let's see it. All right. So we all have Verstappen. Yeah, he's just
1: not gonna lose.
0: <laughs> and then we're gonna say this, and then yeah, yeah, he's just not gonna lose. It's, it's all good though. All right, but that is gonna do it for our show this week. If hey, you missed, what it- about Jack? Jack already said it. Jack, Alonzo, Jack quit.
1: Alonzo Perez. Yeah. But oh, silly me. You already said it. That's yeah. right. I Does may have count? forgot his
2: name, but I'll listen to his trying prediction. To,
0: yeah. Trying to make me seem like a bad host, Ben. Oh, no. You're, Ben's the bad host. You're,
1: you're the most hospitable host I've ever met.
0: First shame. All right, but that is going to do it for our show this week. We want to thank everyone for tuning in. If you missed any of today's show, you can tune into it on the podcast version later on your favorite platform if you feel so inclined. But until next week, for uh, Ben McClurkin, Noah Phillips, Jack Laws, I'm Greg Slankberg. This has been Smooth Operators on Weagle 91.1 FM. Have a great race weekend, everybody, and War Eagle.
2: That's all we have today for Smooth Operators, Weagle's exclusive F1 show. In case you missed some of the show or just want to relive all your favorite parts, check us out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Till next time, this has been the Smoothest Operators of Weagle 91.1 FM.